Episode of Sports Harder. My name and your host is Maddie Lukewarm Ice, and I'm all thrown off because we're having to record this again. And my co-host is uh, Brian Boo Boo Bar. How's it going there, Boo Boo? Well, we just recorded like 35 <laughs> minutes of yeah. content, and <laughs> we lost it all. So it was yeah. gold too. It was gold. <laughs> it was pretty good. And I was Max. Max was being good. Yeah. <laughs> Which is rare. Yeah, didn't have to get up and take him out or anything. Yeah. <laughs> didn't have to do anything like that. So, oh, cool, cool. And uh, we have a uh, special uh, host with us again tonight. Uh, he was with us on the last episode, David Short, but not, not long. Oh, oh, two weeks ago. Oh, okay. Well, how's it going over there, David? Going good, going good. Thanks for having me back. Yeah, for the second recording (laughs) that was just practice that was just a practice run you know we were getting it you know it was a test to see if you were worthy yeah and you passed so now you can actually be on the this episode yeah we wanted to make sure your stuff i think it was steph curry's free throw shooting oh yeah Uh, that's true but before we before we get to what's going down, uh, shout out to uh, our sponsor, uh, Showbinds Hot Sauce, all quality, no bullshit. Um, you can find their hot sauce on Facebook. They ship everywhere in the United States, and they are uh, happily doing a uh, contest with our podcast where you go on my Facebook page and you vote for who you think is going to win the Super Bowl, the Rams or the Patriots. And you put the score and who you think is going to win, and it'll give you a chance to uh, win a yeah, give you a chance to win a free bottle of hot sauce if you're choosing from uh, Showbinds Hot Sauce. We've gotten a lot of comments so far. We've gotten a lot of people voting in the polls, so keep it up. Go and check it out. Um, you know, you can win some uh, some Punisher or maybe yeah, win some Dragon Ass. For uh, my suggestion for whoever wins is to get the Punisher. To get the Punisher because it's pretty mild, right? It's not. It's really mild. I think it tastes the best. It has the best taste. And it's got. And I had suggest. And I had suggested that you know you you know put in Incredible Hulk. You know comments. You know so you have multiple chances to be able to win, and uh, you you found that 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 doesn't work apparently. Yeah, go ahead. (laughs) Go ahead and make like nine, nine or eleven different Facebook accounts. (laughs) If you really. Really want this hot sauce? You go the link. You yeah. do it. Like, <laughs> I mean, you know, why not? You know. And then I suggested that you know it could be a husband who does one, and then you know a wife who uh, comments another time. Then apparently, but this revelation of couples sharing Facebook accounts came came to pass when we were talking. We talked about trust issues. <laughs> And then you apparently know a, a couple that does this, and so now I know I want to know what couple. I, mean, I want to know who. <laughs> It'll be like Bob and Jeff. Bob and Jeff. I'm all right. Stan, <laughs> Stan and Stu. It's not uncommon, is what I'm trying to say. Uh, okay, fair enough, I guess. Well, I know one couple that actually. Uh, Shares a Facebook page, but I think it's more managed by the wife than it is the husband. And they graduated a year before you and I did. So. I I don't I don't know who that would be, but Corey, Corey and Heather Neff. 
Don't call him out. They called him out. He did it. <laughs> he did it. See, he's more of a man than you. You won't call. You won't call the people you know. No, because I'm not a snitch. Oh man, man. fine words. Corey, anyway, so <laughs> makes it okay. I like to apologize to Corey. <laughs> I don't know you, Corey, but we're sorry. <laughs> Just saying it now. Um, all right, so what's going down uh, tonight is the uh, Warriors and the Wizards. Wizards. So the best W team, whoever the best so, W yeah. team is. So when we did it the first time, the score was 0-0. Zero to zero. Now we can tell you that the Warriors are... Up by 9, 37-28. 37-28. Yeah. Because you, you, ob- you couldn't have said that score. You didn't know. I was going to say 100. Above 100 <laughs> but... After the first quarter, come on. Yeah. We don't have James Harden. That's true. <laughs> That's so. true. So we were. We'll we'll just start off with that then. So James Harden, uh, of course, last night scored sixty-one points, and in the last couple games, uh, five games, he has scored a total of two hundred and sixty-one points, and all of those points weren't off of any type of assists. So it's basically him taking the ball down the court and scoring on his own without having the ball thrown to him. So not not and none of those points were off of an assist. So we were talking about this uh, when we tried to record it the first time. So MVP worthy or with their record in that stretch being five and five, that it, he's not MVP worthy because of the record. I don't think he's MVP worthy, but because of the record. No, just because it's James Harden. <laughs> That's not a reason. The, I do like the beard. I respect it. Yeah. And not giving up. Because at some point, you know, he's woken up and be like, man, I got to shave this freaking thing. <laughs> That's true. He's got he, like a bird's nest in there. <laughs> just like little birds like tweeting in the morning to let him know to wake up. Yeah. <laughs> just living in there. Little chickens, little roosters, little cocks. As you so, I mean, I think I think with it being the record being five and five, and him not distributing the ball enough, I don't think him just scoring all these points make him an MVP worthy candidate. I think the Greek Freak with the Bucks is more of a worthy candidate with them being first place in the East, especially with uh, Kawhi, you know, being on the Raptors. Now, who knows if they're going to be able to keep first place? Obviously, because. We haven't even hit All Star break yet, but I think he right now is a more worthy candidate than uh, Harden. Um, I don't think scoring a bunch of points deserves like an MVP award. So, um, what do you think, David, when it comes to MVP status for Harden or somebody else? It's probably going to wind up being the Greek Freak. I mean, yeah, James Harden's putting up all these numbers, and I think he's actually leading the NBA in points per game. Is there an award for that? Because you could get that one. Yeah, I, I think I think you do win some sort of a consolation prize for uh, most for uh, having the best scoring average in. Probably like a Toyota. Jeez, well, thanks a Toyota. <laughs> I'd give it back, but um, uh, no, especially with the stretch that they're on right now. You said they were what five and five over the last ten games. Okay, that hurts. When you put up that many points in the last five games and in the last ten, you're like five and five. That doesn't really say much about your team, especially since you're floating in fifth place right now 
in the Western Conference. Of course, Western Conference is always a tough conference to play in. But, best in um, the West. Best in the West. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> but um, no. no. Fair enough. Um, I mean, that's putting right now, like you said, they're in fifth place. They don't have Chris Paul. So, I mean, Chris Paul comes back. Maybe the ball gets distributed a little bit better. Or Chris Paul just distributes it to Harden more, and then he just still gets the same amount of points. Yeah. I mean. Chris Paul likes to take. A shot every now and then, too. A shot every every now and then, that's true. Um, so he might not pass it at all. <laughs> that's that's very true. So, um, And then, of course, uh, we had talked about with um, uh, the Lakers and LeBron, and right now they're uh, one game out of the, the playoffs right now. They're in ninth. Um, so when it comes to adding or taking away a player, tie this into Oladipo's injury and him being out for the season. Do you think with Oladipo being out that the Pacers will eventually fall out of the playoffs or, you know, they'll still make it but just not do as well? And then with LeBron coming back for the Lakers, and you said Lonzo was hurt as well, right? Yeah. So with having them two back in, will that propel them back into the playoffs? Yes. Short answer. For both? For both questions? You're just going to say yes? To the Lakers question. What about Oladipo then? No. I don't think the Pacers are going to remain a playoff team. If they do, it'll be... Like a low seed? Yeah, like hovering... Between not in and in towards the end of the season. Towards the end of the season. Um, I think with Oladipo out, I think they're probably, like you said, they're going to be between like, you know, eighth and ninth place, barely like getting in. So that might give some of these other teams a shot, maybe like, you know, Detroit or uh, the Wizards to be able to get in. Um, And when it comes to the Lakers, I think. The Lakers were sitting in pretty good position. Uh, they were around sixth or seventh when they had LeBron. So I think once they get LeBron back and the All Star break hasn't even happened, I think they'll be back up there around like, you know, fifth or sixth or something like that to to be getting in. So, um, so David, so Oladipo being out for the season, what what do you think for Pacers' chance for playoffs? He had a really good speech for the first recording. (laughs) (laughs) Next man up. You've got to play with that mentality. Guy goes down, you take his place. Don't think about playing at his level. Play as yourself. But keep the faith. Yes. But um, you got to play with that next man up mentality. Now, will the pace? Will the Pacers finish in third place? Maybe not. I would say maybe fifth or sixth. All right, what are we looking at here? Get out of here. <laughs> Brian was uh, Googling over Boogie Cousins making a, a deep three, so he was uh, getting turned on there for a little bit. Kind of like when he got distracted with the first recording with uh, Steph 
You were undressing him with your eyes. He's gorgeous. You're going going to town on that boy. <laughs> He's got got the man crush on him hard. All right, so um, so we'll move on from the the news of the NBA. We kind of dove a little deeper into other topics in the NBA the first time we recorded it, but we won't be able to get into as many discussions as we we had the first time. So. I apologize all the viewers for that because it was good. It was good. I don't think the NBA talk was that good. I think once we got into the NFL, the talk was kind of a little bit better. Hey, they don't know that. (laughs) (laughs) I'm truthful. I am honest to our listeners. I I don't lie to them. I'm sorry, Abe. Yeah. I didn't realize I was dealing with a Lincoln. Yeah, bow down to the power of the $5 bill. Okay. Yeah. I got, you don't get it. I got you don't get it. It's a commercial. <laughs> it, commercial for what? You don't even know. Pizza Hut? <laughs> you think? I like that. Pizza Hut? Question mark? <laughs> that was good. I'm proud of you. Proud of you. I'm disappointed in you. <laughs> wow. Bring that up. Wow. I'm trying to get Pizza Hut some free sponsoring. <laughs> I don't even like Pizza Hut. Oh, wow. Now you're going to get some. We had this nice sponsor, you know, and then now you're just like poo-pooing all over it. We had Pizza Hut as a sponsor because I would. We could have, but now you poo-pooed on it. I turned it down. Gosh. You're the worst. I don't mean that. I love you. I can't speak. I'm at a loss for words. That's a first. (laughs) Normally something has to be said back that's like anti against me in some way as you try to pour my drink on me i hate you <laughs> you do if you're I'm... trying to do it so subtly too you weren't even like looking at me you're just like slowly just taking my cup and like going towards my body if i wanted to do it it would have happened oh okay <laughs> Make, just, makes there sense. wasn't enough in there to make a big enough mess <laughs> so decided against it thank you <laughs> i appreciate that okay now we're gonna move on is that okay with you? No. Can we do that? I like to stay at this spot. <laughs> For the rest of our lives. Just yeah. stay in this moment. Okay. So, uh, talking about uh, NFL news with everything going on. So, some of the topics that uh, have been talked about here recently. One was um, with the Eagles and with uh, Carson Wentz. Um, there is a report out that said uh, Eagles players and other sources within the organization calling quarterback Carson Wentz selfish and uncompromising and that uh some of the coaches have had to reel him back so is it because he has red hair uh, it's a big part of it okay. <laughs> that that was in there too i forgot to mention that um so so it's one of those things where um obviously with uh carson Wentz and the nick Foles situation um you know, a lot of fans, I would say, too, probably agree with, obviously, Nick Foles, you know, NFL Super Bowl MVP and, you know, leading him back to the playoffs this year because, excuse me, Carson Wentz's performance wasn't that great as uh, last year, you know, when he had a chance to be MVP before he got hurt. So uh, when it comes to these sources, uh, teammates, other teammates have been coming out in the in the open now and saying like, okay, we back him. He's a great player. Um, 
and they're saying that the reports aren't true. So how, how do you feel about this report and what's been said about Carson Wentz? I like to create turmoil in the teams that are in my division. So, <laughs> so you're the reporter that did this, I'm not that came out with that? Me, not saying <laughs> it was me. I'm just saying. It could have been. Yeah. <laughs> I hear uh, Gruden likes to take really long showers with the players, if you know what I mean. <laughs> I got that from a credible source. <laughs> So Redskins, we should discuss what's going on in their locker rooms. Now the players are going to have to come out and say that's not true. Are they in turmoil? (laughs) Like, what's going on? Well, they were saying that, you know, with Wentz, that he didn't distribute the ball enough, and Nick Foles was able to do that and make, you know, the other players better. You know, obviously, Alshon Jeffrey. Is he? Is Nick Foles better than Carson Wentz? Who has a Super Bowl MVP? Oh, Nick Falls. Yeah, Nick Falls. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. I was waiting for you to answer. <laughs> I know you were. That's why I didn't. Guess you blanked. So, I. So you you think Nick Falls is better than Carson Wentz? Under pressure, yes. <laughs> Under pressure. I also think he's better at not getting hurt. This is very true. So, uh, David, with uh, reports uh, about. Carson Wentz and him not having like the same command in the locker room with, as Nick Foles and on the field, you know, distributing the ball, obviously uh, Ertz with, you know, breaking the tight end record for catches. And, um, you know, obviously that was Wentz's go-to guy. So uh, how do you feel about these reports? Truthfulness or not true or, you know, what's the deal? Okay, there were people saying that Wentz doesn't distribute the ball enough. Okay, you have two different, you got many different types of quarterbacks. You got ones that like to keep it short, throw to the tight end. You got ones that like to launch it to the receivers. Maybe Wentz likes to throw it to the receivers and Foles is more of a tight end friendly quarterback. Big whoop. Yeah, flip those. Was it flipped? Yeah. Okay, well, we we get it. We got it. You're good. (laughs) But still, that's that's just it, though. First of all, have they even named who the source was? Nope. I don't think they will because it's credible but questionable. Guess what? They said they know who the reporter is. It's probably Eli Manning. They don't know the player. All right, well, I hate to get political about this, but that's fake news. Um... (laughs) I'm just, I'm just saying. Yeah, if unless a, if, a player comes out and it's like, I want to hear off. a, I want to see a player actually come out, whether it be Alshon Jeffrey, whether it be Golden Tate, uh, Zach Ertz himself, Darren Sproles. You know, have an offensive player come out. Aguilar. And say, yes, Nelson Aguilar. But, have a receiver come out. And- and say it. not, not like Fletcher Cox or something. No, no, you, I would believe Fletcher Cox with my life anyway. Alrighty, so I mean, too, I mean, is this just a way to get rid of foals? You know, just to be able to be like, okay, we don't want QB controversy in our locker room, so this gives us a reason to get rid of them. 
because obviously the fans, you know, think Foles is a hero with winning the Super Bowl. So yeah. does this give them an out, you know, to be able to get rid of him? Why would this give them an out? This I just said because then that way like there's no better, controversy. A controversy to keep Foles and get rid of Wentz. Yeah, but I mean, they've already said Wentz is their guy, and maybe they the saw Cowboys that. They, said that about Tony Romo too. That, <laughs> I mean, he's still their guy, so. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but uh, I'm. I don't know. I I just think it could be another way to to make it an easier out for them. So. Well, there's plus because it was reported that like five other teams are looking for are looking for Foles to be their starter. Yep. I mean, there there are teams looking for, obviously, him and Flacco, you know, are two uh, major names. Both of them NFL MVP, uh, sorry, Super Bowl MVP quarterbacks. So, I mean, you know, obviously, they're, they're not looking. Not many of those in the league. No, I mean, they, they are like a commodity, a hot commodity. Okay, so. Uh, let's move on to. I thought it'd be fun if we uh, participated in the NFL honors as it's uh, coming up. Man, this sounds fun. Well, if you don't want to do it, did you think of a better idea for a segment? I said it sounds fun. Dude. You that were sarcastic, sarcastic, damn it. That was real hype. You never have real hype unless the Cowboys are like playing or winning. That's the only time I've seen you get hyped. I'm hyped right now. You're not. About this segment. Do it! Oh my god, I hate Woo! you! I hate you so much. I I put Aaron in. Donald, <laughs> Aaron Donald is not winning. Super, uh, yeah, let's let's just spoil everything that I'm trying to do. Right now. Let's let's do that. That's that was a, a spoiler. Idea. That was <laughs> that was a preview of what's to come. It's like a commercial. It's like here, boom. Okay, you got to reel them in. For, First one uh, we had pointed out was that uh, Steve Harvey is hosting the the MVP. Or sorry, the honors. We're going to talk oh, about MVP. Steve Harvey. But uh, now they got the best person possible for the job. <laughs> what if Left B like reads the wrong name like he did at Miss America, <laughs> and the MVP goes to, and then he says like you know, Cam Newton. <laughs> it's just like uh, he wasn't nominated. Oh. Um, Whoops. I'm sure he could read the card and he just walks up to the wrong person. <laughs> well, you know, you wouldn't walk up to someone to give them the award. They walk up to the stage. So what What if he, like, said, like, Drew Brees and, like, Drew Brees starts to walk up and then he's like, oh, whoa, 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 I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Made a mistake. It's Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> Make Drew Brees go back and sit down. <laughs> and then Patrick Mahomes has to come up. That 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 would I don't make the NFL ratings go up, and I think Steve Harvey would no longer be doing. <laughs> He's no longer doing Miss America. I mean, yeah. So I mean, that would be the only thing. Get to, and they'd be like, "Yeah, we'll replace him." <laughs> okay, so MVP we got um, Drew Brees, um, Patrick Mahomes, and um, Aaron Donald. So who? Do you think is gonna take that award home? Um, Patrick Mahomes. You guys missed the good answer on the first recording. <laughs> well, the good was well, the good answer of Aaron Donald that I was I was trying to say Aaron Donald, and then you so rudely like interrupted my reasoning of why I thought it would be Aaron. Donald. I don't think it was rudely. I was trying to save you embarrassment. <laughs> 
you failed I'm miserably. Always, no, I did because the recording <laughs> shut off. <laughs> so we got we got lucky in that sense. You got lucky. <laughs> okay, well, I'm I'm gonna go with uh, Mahomes as well. Um, Drew Brees. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if he won it either, just because he's never won it in his career is you know slowly but surely Dwindling. wrapping up yeah so um i would not be that shocked if if he won it obviously uh david mvp gonna have to go with mahomes on this one 50 touchdowns don't lie like those hips <laughs> whose hips shakira <laughs> shakira's hips she didn't sing a song about hips Oh my god! <laughs> Your face is great. I just, Those are great. I just feel bad for you. <laughs> Priceless. Like I don't really feel bad for anyone. But this is what you get for trying to ruin my segment. I, I had this awesome segment, and then you just tried to downplay it. Like you tried to make it seem like it I wasn't going to be segment. Fun. I love it. <laughs> it Next was. Question. It was fun the first time. It's still fun. We already did that one. <laughs> Okay. Moving on. <laughs> Defensive player of the year. We have Aaron Donald, Khalil Mack, and JJ Watt. And this is where we lost our record. I think yeah. so. Yeah, this is this is where yeah. we ended. So now so now So we had a unanimous <laughs> Patrick Mahomes, and I think this one I don't want to unanimous Aaron Donald, Aaron Donald yeah. yeah. I mean we were, you know, mentioning you can't beat breaking a record for the most sacks, you know, by a defensive tackle. So, <laughs> I mean, can't, can't go wrong with that. Khalil Mack, obviously, was being traded. Turned the Bears around. Yeah, he turned that, that defense around for sure. Now, so. I do see Khalil Mack winning NFC Defensive Player of the Year. You also got to remember, they do have the big one, but they do like to split it up between the two conferences as well. So, if Aaron Donald – no, actually, if Aaron Donald wins that one, Khalil Mack's NFC out. As well, yeah. They're both in the same, so yeah, he would win that one too. I'm forgetting that because Will <laughs> Mack got traded. Um, right. All right, so this is what we were about to get into the new segment. So now all of this is like fresh. fresh. This content is fresh content. In our brains. Yeah, exactly. So all this will be new golden material. Uh, so offensive it. rookie of the year, we got Sesquan Barkley. The Sheshquan? 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 I always have a hard time. It's not Sheshquan sauce, okay? Benderish? 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 Don't you, like, work at a school? <laughs> what is that? What is do with anything? <laughs> I don't know if you know this or not, but sign language involves no talking. Well, can we get back to that, please? Can you hand your mic to David? Here, David. Thank you. Hey, that's the host, man. <laughs> All right, read off offensive the offensive regular candidates. Saquon Barkley. That's it. We're stopping. <laughs> He's the winner. I had him on my fantasy Wait, is that team. It? Was that it? No, it's not it. I was just seeing if you guys actually knew. You need me. You need me. I need you to <laughs> shut up and read from your phone. Stop improvising. It's terrible. <laughs> I just, I'm just trying my best. That's all I'm doing. Oh my goodness! <laughs> Is that boogie again? Don't make me cry. Draymond hit that was three. Draymond. He doesn't get many of those. He's gonna take advantage of that. He gets one a year. <laughs> one a year, yeah. Okay, so um, it's Barkley, Baker Mayfield, 
and um, Quentin Nelson. So, who? Who? Uh, Quentin Nelson. He says Colts guard, the rookie guard. That oh, was really good. Oh, yeah, okay. Guards don't. Yeah. Guards don't, yeah. So, guards don't carry the ball. So. <laughs> I mean, he had to say he turned that offensive, offensive line to line. I mean, you guys could have had that too then for when you guys had all those good offensive linemen their rookie year. Yeah. No, they just made But, I mean. I'm going to go with Saquon Barkley because he was on my fantasy team, and I know he put up a lot of points, <laughs> a lot of yards um, each and every week. True. I know Baker really turned the Browns around, and everyone's really excited about him going forward, but I got to give it to Barkley as well. Because obviously nobody cares about the Browns. I'm going to go with Saquon Barkley. What? Nobody cares about Cleveland. Yeah, rude boy. Cleveland. <laughs> don't, I'm sorry, don't, Cleveland. Don't poo-poo on Cleveland. <laughs> so went, all right, so they went 7-8-1 last year. They're going to go 0-15-1 next year. I hope they go 8-7-1. and Yeah, just flip it around, yeah. turn it around. Yeah. I, you know, they could have a chance, maybe wild card, you never know. Steph's pretty good at shooting threes, by the he's, way. He's all right. Subpar. We don't need you sitting here undressing him again, all right? We already know that you're a fanboy of him, okay? I'm just saying. We know you good. like him. He's no uh, Carmelo Anthony. Okay, and um, we'll take we'll, we'll take we'll take a little break right now, and then we'll transition into the next award. All right. So we're going to keep it going and uh, talk about the next award. So we got um, Defensive Rookie of the Year. So we got uh, Derwin James, the safety from the Chargers. Derwin. Um, uh, Darius Leonard and uh, Bradley Chubb. And we have no Vander Esch. Uh, they're saying Vander Esch is like a runner-up. Yeah, like they're saying, like he probably won't get as many votes as those those three, but they they do have him on here on the list. Well, I'm gonna vote for Vanderesh. <laughs> it's not who you're voting for; it's who you think is gonna win. Ha! How's I, it feel? How's it feel? I Boo-boo. think Vanderesh uh, is gonna win. Oh, you lion sob. <laughs> Bradley Chubb. Bradley Chubb. Okay, there we go. I think uh, Derwin James for the Chargers is you gonna just win. Like to say Derwin. Derwin. Goes hand in hand with your speech capability. It does. Thank you. Like I take pride in that. So you you are correct on that statement. Um, okay, uh, David, who you got? That the Leonard guy. He was from the Colts, right? Definitely my pick. That guy was a monster this year. Also yeah, like and he that. got snubbed in the Pro Bowl, uh, Leonard. He, he didn't make snubbed. it. That's why he. So I also like the uh, the safety for the Browns. His fourth yeah, Ward. Ward. Yeah, Ward. Yeah. yeah. Um. I mean, they had a lot of good defensive rookies this year. So. I mean, his first game, he had a pick and a fumble, didn't he, in the yeah. same game? So I mean, but. Oh, that's so sad. You know, when it comes to uh, Derwin James, I think he just produced more d- during the season especially with just like tackles and stuff like that um okay uh coach of the year so we got uh anthony lynn from the chargers 
um, uh, Matt Nag- Nagy from the Bears, and then uh, Frank uh, Reich, yeah, from the, the Colts. Colts. Uh, Frank Reich really turned that organization around. Also, having Andrew Luck back helps yeah. a lot. Yeah. And him playing the way he did down the stretch towards the end of the year. I mean, they had him ranked as the 32nd, like, worst team in the NFL at the beginning of the season. So, um, I got to go with Matt Nagy just because the Bears, I mean, obviously making the playoffs and making the moves to get Khalil Mack and, you know, bringing in the right people to make Trubisky, you know, better and bringing in, like, the wide receivers that are needed. So, um, I got to go with Nagy on, on this one. Wait, wait, wait. Can you name two wide receivers from the Bears? From the Bears? Yep. Uh, let's see. Robinson. That's one. <laughs> because that's the only one I can think of. <laughs> so even if I said a name, you wouldn't know what the other one was. I can fact check you. <laughs> um, and then pretty sure they had someone that was good. Gabriel? That, Gabriel. Taylor I thought. Gabriel. Didn't he get hurt, though? I did. Yeah, I was thinking someone had gotten injured that was good for them, and so he wasn't able to play this year. But okay, so yeah, Matt Nagy for me, David. I had to agree with Boo Boo on this one and go with Frank Reich. I mean, the Colts were almost one and done, and then all they had to do was just win, just win, baby, yeah, just win, baby. Yeah, baby. <laughs> Yep, I mean, that's very true. I think a lot of people, a lot of reporters want to give it to Anthony Lynn for the Chargers. Um, at least that's what is saying in this article, that most people are voting for him. So, um, All right, and then uh, the last one that we'll talk about, uh, comeback player of the year. So there's uh, Deshaun, um, Luck, uh, Adrian Peterson, and I think J.J. Watt, too, um, are all the, like, top candidates for Comeback Player of the Year. Um, I'm going to go with uh, Luck on this one just because, again, like you were mentioning before with the coach, I mean, they started off, what, 1-4, and 0-4 or whatever and ended up coming back and being able to make it to the playoffs. And he uh, – Luck was almost like a dark horse, like for MVP. Like if he would have started that strong, that he the way that he, he ended. ended the season, I think he could have potentially have won MVP. So I'm going with Luck for comeback player. It really hurts me not to pick my boy Deshaun Watson because <laughs> uh, those of you who listen know that you had been cheering all year <laughs> for him, but. uh you made some pretty good points about Andrew Luck there, and I think, you know, we picked uh, Frank Reich a mm-hmm. lot in reason because of Andrew Luck. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and it's not like Andrew Luck missed like twelve games either. He's missed years. So uh, I'm gonna take Andrew Luck as well. He should be a hands down victor for that. Yeah, I'm gonna have to go with Luck on that one. Just the injuries that he suffered. And the Colts having to go through all those very horrible quarterbacks. Brissett. 
<sighs> Jacoby Brissett. <laughs> you would think being behind Tom Brady for that long, he'd learn something. <laughs> but apparently he didn't learn. But, yeah, luck hands down. If it wasn't for him, the Colts would not have made the playoffs. It more likely either be Tennessee. 14 team again. Yeah, it would been Tennessee getting in or the freaking Steelers. All right, and so uh, we got halftime, so it's Warriors 67, Wizards 59. <laughs> so, uh, Not a surprise. <laughs> he's, uh, yeah, Max is like, I, I don't like booing. No booing in this house. <laughs> o- only cheering. Max is a Fairweather fan. <laughs> Who's winning? That's my team. That's my team, yeah. He knows. He's a smart dog. Oh yeah, that's true. He can he can be the the uh, podcast slash like team mascot for for us for sports harder. Um, sports harder. Yeah, team sports harder. <laughs> All right. Um, so what we'll do now uh, is move into. I think that's about it. We can move into the conference games and what was going on there. So obviously, there's a lot to talk about with the. Rams Saints. So before we get into that, I think it's easier to start with the the AFC with the Patriots and Chiefs. Um, Why is that easier? To get that out of the way, and then there's more time to be able to talk about all the stuff with the, the Rams and the Saints. So, um, Patriots Chiefs. I I had Chiefs. You had Patriots. Obviously, the the Patriots ended up winning. Um, yep. It was one of those games where, you know, the the refs, like, you know, made certain calls, uh, just like in the Rams-Saints game, that kind of decided a lot of stuff and kind of, you know, determined some things. And, um, you know, the big one was the, the face or the face mask that hit on Bra- uh, Brady that they called roughing the passer when he wasn't touched in the face area. Um, that gave him a first down. And then uh, D Ford lining up offsides with uh, an interception, and that would have been Tom Brady's third interception in the game. That would have ended it, but then because of that penalty, it did not. So everyone's talking about Brady. You know, he's the goat. He did it again. You know, I'll give him credit for overtime because he had three third downs that he got first downs three on all of them. Mm-hmm. Two third and tens. Yeah. And so I'll give him credit on that, but, you know, one pick away from having three picks in a conference championship game is not playing all that great. He threw a pick on a free play, though. He knew it was a free play. Well, well, he threw he threw a, that pick in the end zone at the beginning of the game when they could have been up 14-0. to And, of course, at half they were up 14-0. to So that if you would have gotten a touchdown there, it would have been 21-0. to so I mean I, I don't think you can say Brady played this amazing game. I think his running backs still are helping him a lot and Gronk had a yep. emergence. Yeah, Gronk came out of nowhere. You know, he had a down the sideline. Yeah, he had a big catch in overtime. So a lot of people are complaining about the overtime that Patrick Mahomes didn't get the ball. So let's start with that. How do you feel about the overtime rules? I mean no. I guess they're better than what we had before. The sudden death? Yeah. Where all you had to do is get a field goal. 
But do you feel like Patrick Mahomes that the Chiefs didn't get a chance in a sense? Like do they I lost because of the because they lost the coin flip because they lost the coin flip. Yeah, I don't feel bad. So you're okay with like how the overtime rules are? They don't need to be changed. We've played how many overtime games this year, and no one's ever been like, "We should change the overtime rules because Mahomes didn't get a chance." No. So you're you're okay with it? I I've always had a problem with the overtime rules. Like, I kind of feel all sports have it where you keep playing until somebody wins, and so like I think they should play it. Like a fifteen minute quarter. Not fifteen minutes. You can make it shorter, but it's just like they should at least a ten minute quarter. You know, play again where both teams get the ball, whoever scores the most wins. And then if you go I heard on the radio that someone suggests, you know, if you go into a second overtime, like if they're tied again after the overtime, then do the sudden death. Because then both teams had the opportunity to have the ball both times. Then you can go into a sudden death. Um, David, overtime rules, how do you feel about them? <laughs> I like your idea, Matt, with the uh, play one play overtime. Out. Let each team have a chance to possess the ball. And, of course, if the first team doesn't score in the first overtime, then, yes, and during that first overtime, if the other team scores, it's over. But if the first team, like, say, scores a touchdown, the other team scores a touchdown, go into a second overtime, then go sudden death. Or they could maybe possibly try the college rules, but that would be a little dangerous. Because there was a college game this past season. It went into seven overtimes. That is cause for concern for the players because you're going to burn yourself out. You're going to get hurt faster. So... Really and truly, I like your idea a little bit better. Let each team possess the ball at least once with the second team having to tie the score. When it goes into second overtime, winner takes all. Cool, fair enough. Um, anything else that you wanted to add about the, the AFC championship game? You picked wrong. <laughs> Thank you for reminding me about that. I'm glad I didn't have any bet going on where I was like, you know, if the Patriots win, I'll do this or something like that. Like, it's a good thing it was nothing on the line. So, I'm, I'm good. I'm cool with it. <laughs> I mean, I've, I've never liked the Patriots, but, you know, the Chiefs, they, like we said, they had three chances in overtime to stop them on third down, and they couldn't do it. Um, and... That cost the Chiefs' defensive coordinator his job, and he lost his job this week. So, um, obviously, the Chiefs, they had one of the worst defenses in the NFL. Um, their offense really bailed them out of a lot of games. So, you know, um, he he lost his job. I don't know if they've found somebody to replace him yet. I don't think they have, but um, that's, that's kind of – I don't know what you want to call it, like reactionary to, you know, the, them being in a championship game. Who knows if he would have, you know, still kept his job if it was like, you know, a regular game or something like that or if they didn't make the playoffs. But it's kind of reaction, reactionatory to, to them being in one game away from the Super Bowl. Wait, you, you say the Chiefs are still looking for their defensive coordinator? 
I said I don't know if they found somebody yet or not. About an hour ago, they just hired theirs. Oh, well, there you who go. Who, who is Steve it? Steve Spagnola. Oh. Steve Spagnola. From a Ram. Hey, there you go. So he's the new defensive coordinator for the Chiefs. So hopefully he'll be able to turn around for him because, I mean, Andrew Reid, he is still not beaten uh, Bill Andrew, Belichick. Yeah. Can you believe that? They should have got uh, Jeff Fisher. <laughs> as the defensive coordinator. Oh, as a quarterback coach. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> He's developed some really great quarterbacks. Yeah, that's true. I mean, Nick Foles, you know, Super Bowl MVP, yeah. you know. Jeff Fisher. Uh, Keenum, Case Keenum, Case almost Keenum. almost went to the Super Jared Bowl. Goff. Jared Goff, yep. Yeah, in the Super Bowl now. <laughs> so, I mean, hey. So, what you do is you hire Jeff Fisher for a year, you fire him. <laughs> <laughs> and then your quarterback's pretty good. And then he's good. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, so let's talk about, obviously, the everything that's tied into the NFC uh, championship uh, game, obviously. So, um... Replay the game. <sighs> okay, so, the obviously, the big thing that's going on is the no-call that happened with uh, Roby Coleman and his uh, hit on the uh, Lewis on the receiver and the rest didn't call it. And my, my thing with that is yes, saints fans should be upset. You know, obviously I would be upset if it was my team that it happened to. Um, but if my team had multiple chances to win after that or before that, then I wouldn't be as upset about it. Um, just because, the coach, the the coach for the Saints got out coached at the end. I mean, when you have that little time left and you throw the ball two times, like you run the ball each time, drain the clock, and then kick the field goal, and the game is over. So, I don't know what Sean Payton was thinking by throwing the ball. He threw the ball in first down, incomplete, ran the ball for a loss, and then threw the ball again when they got that uh, no call. So, I mean, why not run the ball again instead of throwing it on third down? And we had one timeout that we were able to save because of that. And then they kicked the field goal. Their defense had a chance in the fourth quarter with under a minute. All they had to do was stop the Rams' offense one time, and they let us drive down the field and kick a field goal. Yeah, but no one likes... No one wants to complain about that. They no one wants to complain, complain about, about that, yeah. the missed call because the missed call. call is what changed the game. That was the make it or break it point of the game. It was win or lose right there. Instead of all the other times. <laughs> yeah, instead of everything else. That was the one thing. <laughs> that was the one thing. That's and, what we're holding on to. And, you know, everyone's saying that, you know, the Rams are, um, what is it called? Not, not a fake team, but just that they basically they that they don't deserve to be there, um, in in the Super Bowl right now. And I mean, in overtime, Drew Brees, just like Tom Brady, had the ball. All he had to do, like Tom Brady, is drive down the field, score a touchdown, and you win in overtime. And he got hit when he threw the ball uh, by uh, Fowler and got intercepted. And we then kicked a field goal. That was a hard field goal. It's the longest field goal in playoff history. 
to 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 win. And so, I mean, you had all these opportunities to be able to win the game, and the Saints did not take advantage of it. Um, so, I mean, yes, I get it. I can understand why fans are so upset. But now there's all this talk about the governor of Louisiana wanting the commissioner because there's a section in the rule book that says the commissioner of the NFL can restart a game at any point, like at any point in the, of the game, they can restart it. And so they want them to restart the game at the point where the, the penalty was called, like have it first and goal basically for the saints <laughs> at that time. And Wait, no, you got to start before the penalty before yeah just yeah. having a third down again having yeah. throw it again maybe maybe sean payton calls a run and, instead and drains the clock i don't think he does who do you think he is pete carroll <laughs> and then i mean before that drive we kicked a field goal to tie it jared goff had a face mask that wasn't called yeah we don't talk about that it would have been first and goal for us we don't talk about it okay <laughs> We don't, talk, so, I mean, we don't talk about any other penalties except yeah, for that one that was missed. Except for that one. So, we don't talk about when uh, Todd Gurley broke that 41-yard touchdown run and there was blatant holding. <laughs> we don't talk about that. Yeah, we don't but. talk about those plays. So, I mean, I think this is what gives the NFL its, its thing. This is what makes the NFL the NFL is having refs and they're human and they make mistakes. Players make mistakes. You know, players drop the ball or players fumble or whatever it may be. And um, Shaquille O'Neal, we're watching Shaquille O'Neal uh, with uh, the Jabberwockies oh, right now. Yeah, he's with the Jabberwockies from the All-Star a couple years ago. The All-Star game. recording? Yeah. No, no, no. That was a couple years ago at the All-Star game when he danced with the Jabberwockies. <laughs> did terrible. Yeah, I think he did good. <laughs> That's a big man. Yeah. Um, he really was. That's yeah. that's true. Um, so yeah. So I mean, with that, I think the Rams deserve to win the game. They did what they needed to do to win, even after all of that. Um, they they're talking about obviously that the refs need to be perfect for some odd reason, and they want to do. This offseason, they want to incorporate replaying penalties. Which is going to be really annoying. Yeah, exactly. I mean... You can call holding on, like, every play. Exactly. And so now they're going to have to make up even more specific rules about what type of penalties can you challenge, you know? Can can you challenge only, you know, passing interference? Or can you challenge, you know, holding or you know, whatever it may be. And so now they got to get into making all these new rules just for doing replays. Um, they haven't said they were going to implement it. I'm just saying. Yeah. I mean, they haven't decided how they're going to do it, but it's just a headache. yeah, everyone is in such an uproar about it. I think it, it will happen. Um, so what do you think, David, about, you know, obviously the, the game, but then also, you know, all the, the uproar about, you know, implementing replays for penalties now. Overall, the NFC Championship game was a very well-played game, minus the no-call. Here is the thing, and I spoke with my friend about this uh, over Facebook the other day. They call them judgment calls for a reason. 
No ref is going to be perfect. Not a single one. I looked at that play at in slow motion and in real time. Yes, that call should have been made. In my personal opinion, that call should have been made. But, I reiterate my stance. No referee, whether you're a back judge, whether you're a line judge, whether you're the guy wearing the white hat, you are not perfect. Okay? I could be a referee somewhere, and I could blow a couple calls. Okay? That's fine. But no ref is perfect, and I'm telling, and I'm, I'm just saying this, and I'm waiting for Brian over there to say something. But he's, I guess he's just waiting for me to finish my a luxurious speech over here. <laughs> but it's just no ref is perfect, so the call wasn't made. But with this whole lawsuit suing the NFL. I'm sorry. I think their lawyers are level 99 lawyers compared to some of the lawyers that the who would you call them, who would you call them the uh, the plaintiff the plaintiffs I guess the plaintiffs have like level two lawyers. You're going to lose, and Goodell is not going to do a damn thing for two reasons. One, and I will say it for the last time. The refs are not perfect. Two, we all know Roger Goodell doesn't have any balls, so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> so to take some some of that judgment out of it, maybe um, have the head ref like mic'd up with someone like Mike Pereira or something mm-hmm. like that who could hit like someone in the booth watching an overhead view of the game to be like, hey, that was blatant. Hey, that was a blatant face mask. Like to help them, you know, take sort of the judgment out of it. Well, I mean, then you could take the time could be shortened a lot too. Of like, there's no point in them having to go and watch that little monitor. Like they literally could just be like, okay, like, yeah, they heard we it. see it. Yeah, they they heard it from the. We earpiece. don't have a two and a half minute stop every challenge or. Yeah, exactly. I also forgot to mention. You know, you said something about uh, penalties, uh, not penalties, but challenges uh, for penalties. In my own personal belief, and this can go for <clears throat> this can go for any kind of penalty. I would say minus holding, because holding calls are missed all the time. But for calls like face mask, late hits, pass interference, both offensive and defensive, give coaches one extra challenge but that challenge does not go toward the winning the challenge and receiving a third challenge you know how you have to win both your challenges to receive a third you get one per half or maybe they get one penalty challenge per game just one yeah regardless of the other two challenge the catch challenges and stuff like that maybe they get one penalty challenge per game yeah and if they want Get rid of that third challenge, that extra challenge. Because no one ever uses that, and no, really. Barely anybody uses it. So give them a penalty challenge, but omit stupid penalties like offsides because that's a player fault. 
Yeah. Um, for things like offsides, holding penalties on both offense. Well, on the pretty much make it for both defense and offense because you're gonna blow those calls. Okay. But for like stuff like pass interference, face mask, late hits, uh, quarterback getting destroyed, even some other uh, penalties. Like wasn't it earlier in the playoffs that rough a little rough in the kicker crap? Yeah. Yeah. Throw it in there too, so that way they can look at it and go, okay, that wasn't really roughing. That was maybe running into the kicker. Yeah. Turn the the fifteen to five. Turn the fifteen into five. Replay fourth down instead of making it. First down. First down, that unless the, the unless the five right? yards covers what they needed to get the first. Yeah. yeah, and I I think the NFL will have to do something just because normally the NFL or you know NBA or MLB any of them they only do some sort of major change or major thing when something big happens. It's always like when it's in a championship game or. You know something big, you know World Series or Super well, there's Bowl enough or people something. Viewing it. Yeah, exactly. It enough uproar. Yeah, exactly. It causes enough people to get Which, upset I mean, about it. At that it. time, that was the only game on TV. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's a conference championship game. Yeah, and it was the first game out of the both of them. So, um, that's uh, that's definitely true when it comes to that. And I mean, when. When David was saying, you know, the referees aren't perfect, you know, and that's why they started doing replays, they aren't even perfect when they ha- when they watch the replay. It's true. Sometimes, okay. sometimes they get it wrong. Like we we, we talked catch. about before this, the Des catch. Des you know, you know, it's one of those things where I got a shirt that says Des called it. Yeah, <laughs> the, you know, the refs watched that and they still on the replay and they still said it wasn't a catch and it's just like so they changed. Rules. Yeah, and then that's when they, you know, started changing the rules for that, and, um, you know, it's one of those things where I think even with having the replays, like they'll still get some of the penalties wrong. Like I, I don't think it's going to magically fix the refs' calls, and I think you have to have the element of judgment in there, so people like us have something to talk about on podcasts and you know the news people and radio yeah like you're not gonna have anything to talk about who 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 are they gonna be able to blame for losses of games when the refs are perfect in the future like then it's only the players faults and they don't want to be the the one to blame can't believe they beat us fair and square i've never heard anyone (laughs) say that yeah exactly so you know it's you people need <laughs> terrible refs. <laughs> Needed it, to. It's times like this where I miss Ed Hockey Week. Okay. He will beat your ass. <laughs> that guy's biceps for a huge. Yes, Ed Hockey League would be the only ref I would be afraid of if I was on the football field. Because I could probably look him dead straight in the eyes and he would give me that look that said, You best walk away or I'm going to beat you where you stand, boy. All right. Well, we'll uh, we'll we'll take a little break. We're hitting that red. We're hitting that red again, and then uh, we'll yeah, we'll wrap everything up. All right. Well, uh, technically, this episode uh, has been an hour so far, but we've actually been <laughs> talking and recording for almost two. Yeah, just because of the first time with it not recording, unfortunately. And all the breaks um, in between. Yep, all the breaks and stuff. 
So I think uh, we're going to wrap it up, though. We're going to do our two-minute drill. Um, we're not going to do any Super Bowl picks uh, yet, just because with it you know, being next week, we'll still be able to talk about talk every about aspect of in it. Depth. Yeah, in-depth. Talk about coach versus coach. The, the official rematch talk of about the Rams and Patriots. The refs versus the refs. Yeah. <laughs> so 17 years ago. The last time that the Rams and the Patriots played each other, and it was, it's kind of the reversal right now because then it was the vet Kurt Warner versus the young buck Tom Brady, you know, and and Tom Brady got it, and then now this time it's the vet Tom Brady and the young buck Jared Goff, you know, so we'll 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 see. It's technically another revenge game, technically for us. I'm hoping that the Rams. Seventeen years in the making. Yeah, I know. I'm I'm hoping that the Rams are going to use everything that everyone's making a big deal about the Saints game. That they're going to use that to fuel them with everyone saying that they don't deserve to be there and that they're, you know, if if they win, they would be like the paper champs and they wouldn't be the real champs. And apparently, what I heard on Good Morning Football today too that the Saints organization said if the Rams win, that they're going to have a Super Bowl parade, that they're the winners. The Did Saints you hear about are? that? Yeah, the Saints are going to have a parade, a Super Bowl parade. That's it, sad. Yeah. <laughs> That's really sad. <laughs> so, I mean, they are definitely taking this to a whole new level, a whole new extreme. I guess, so I guess Dallas should have one too. <laughs> right? This is pathetic. Just uh, get over it. Yeah, I know. Especially with the uh, with the whole catch thing, since we were saying that the commissioner can restart a game. Yeah. Let's get Romo back out there, man. He's got it. Get, get Dez Aaron back Rogers. in there. Yeah. You'd have to wait for Dez to get uh, healthy, though. Get yeah. Dez. Yeah, that's that's right. Um, so to to wrap it up, actually, I wanted to mention this, um, especially um, with how good Tony Romo is as an announcer. Like, did you see like the the times that Romo called what was happening before it happened? Yeah, like seven or eight times. Yeah, he yeah. they were blowing up on Twitter about it. They were like, "How the heck is this guy not a coach?" And how did Ro- How did uh, the funny one was how did Tony Romo know what Brady was going to do, but the Chiefs' defense didn't? Yeah. <laughs> just just get him in in as the Chiefs' defensive he's, coordinator. He's great football mind i mean he played the quarterback position obviously that's where he has his advantage yeah true but i think he's got a good personality though too just in general with his commentating like he gets so excited you know about it which i could see him not being a coach i don't know if he's mean enough (laughs) well he coaches his sons so i mean you know that's a start um but some people are saying too that they a lot of people are getting upset too though that they're saying it he's spoiling it like he's ruining the the fun of watching it because he'll say what's going to happen beforehand i think the opposite i just think it's cool like yeah, i think it makes it more exciting yeah so i i think it's cool that he he does that and brings that as- aspect and like i said i mean he's going to be calling the super bowl which i think is cool yeah. it's his first super bowl so um <laughs> well now yeah i was gonna say now, now that he's done the replay yeah, and if you do, yeah, if you yeah. don't get the game going again against against the Packers, I mean, I'm sure Aaron Rodgers would be down for it. I mean, why not? 
<laughs> yeah, I'm sure he would. Yeah. Um, all right. So with the uh, with the two minute drill, um, taking five minutes. Shut, shut up! Shut up! Just shut up! We shut lost up. the shut game. Up. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> you got two minutes to score. I forgot about the Romo thing because we were talking about the game and then it brought up Romo and then I wanted to talk about that too because I think he deserves... like Romo. I do. He I hated do. Romo when he was a quarterback. No, I didn't. You hated him. Never I'd be like, Romo's the best. You'd be like, but you got Dak. <laughs> I'd be like, yeah, we would have went undefeated with Romo. You're like, no, oh, Romo sucks. Yeah, he's, he's a big old Bobby. <laughs> no, I, I always liked Romo. You freaking turd. Um, so with this uh, two minute drill, that's now five minute drill. What what's going down for for the weekend? What's what's the plans until we meet up next time? I think I'm gonna work. Gotta work Friday. That's not the weekend. That's Friday. Friday into Saturday. Get off at seven in the morning. <laughs> go to sleep. Go to sleep. Saturday's gone. You might uh, hit the uh, hit the old machines tonight though, right? Uh, probably not. No. Probably would have left by now. Oh man, I think you could still go. I mean, slot machines. I mean, they're open all the time. Yeah, we would have been good. You know. Either way, no. Just don't yeah. don't blame that. Don't 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 be that guy. <laughs> um, uh, the only thing major going down for this weekend is for me is the watching the Senior Bowl, which I think will be cool. The Reese's uh, Senior Bowl to see who will be a standout for the draft for uh, this year. And then um, also on uh, this Sunday is the Pro Bowl, correct? Isn't it? Yep. So the Pro Bowl, get to watch that, see who Von Miller is going to run over when they're supposed to be like <laughs> nice tackling. I thought that was the best thing last year. Like everyone is doing all the nice tackling or just wrapping up and waiting for a whistle. Von Miller comes in, just freaking lays a guy out like it's re- like a real game. Like it's just freaking going all out. And he ended up winning the Pro Bowl. Uh, I don't know what the award is for that. They have an MVP or it's best player or whatever it's called. Yeah, it's like a card. Yeah. So. Well, here's the other thing. With, here's the other thing with the Pro Bowl too. You know, you mentioned Von Miller just attacking somebody at full force. You remember a while back. The late great Sean Taylor. Yes, he was. He was a. You know, you know me. I hate the Redskins with a dying passion, but Sean Taylor was a monster. And you know, it sucks to lose such a great player like that. Yeah. But when he was in the Pro Bowl, and I always rewatch this 100%. video. He laid out Brian Mormon on a fake punt. <laughs> Mormon, Mor- Brian Mormon. When he, I do believe he was still in Buffalo at the time, was trying a fake punt because in the Pro Bowl, you just try, you, you try anything and it don't really matter. But Brian Warren was trying for a fake punt and Sean Taylor hit him so hard. You know, Brian Warren jumped back up, but I think when he got hit, I think Brian Warren's family flashed in his eyes. Taylor ran him over. Yeah, if you haven't seen the uh, the like I hit life a for Sean Taylor, I, I recommend watching it. It's really good. Also goes over that play. 
yeah, I mean, his his work ethic was was nuts because I've I've watched I've watched yeah, that like he would literally run to mm-hmm. work every day mm-hmm. and home and home yeah so don't uh I would definitely recommend that um all right and so to wrap up the game that we're watching too uh it's uh Golden State ninety six uh Wizards eighty three right now and it's just the third what quarter. <laughs> He didn't do anything. He Curry's got, looking for some yeah, he, type of foul. He's looking for the foul on him. <laughs> um, and they're actually showing on uh, a commercial right now, too, for Saturday Bellator. They're having the heavyweight Grand Prix final with uh, Fedor uh, versus Ryan Bader. So I'll probably be watching that, too. Uh, Fedor being an old fart going a against... Stacked card. <laughs> going against... Uh, and... Uh, Former WWE uh, wrestler is going to be fighting to Jake, so that'll be uh, that'll be interesting to watch as well. Just because I I've only seen one actual WWE wrestler do well in MMA, and that was Bobby Lashley. He freaking tore people up in MMA. I like how you didn't even mention Brock Lesnar. Well, I mean Brock did well because he's just. He was just a big dude. I mean, he didn't have any skill really, other than he was just a mahusive man. <laughs> like he's just a giant dude. Well, you look at you look at all the WWE people, okay, that have done MMA. You mentioned Bobby Lashley. You know, Lashley, he was great. Uh, Dave Bautista didn't really last very long. Now he's doing movies. And then you've got. Uh, I was going to say Phil Brooks, but I'm pretty sure he's still being billed as CM Punk. I think the last, when the last fight he was in, he got completely destroyed. All the fights he's done. Yeah. CM Punk should have just kept laying pipe bombs in the WWE. He still would have had a job. Sounds like a terrorist. Alrighty. Well, uh, we appreciate all the, the listens that we've been getting. Um, continue sharing with your friends. Let them know to listen to our podcast, Sports Harder. Uh, as always, as we end it, shout out to uh, Jay and his podcast, uh, Free Woo! Hugs and High Fives. Uh, Brian's a big fan of Jay. He, he likes him. So love him. He loves him. <laughs> I love him too. So Shut up. You gotta share him. <laughs> So, Jay, with uh, his podcast, Free Hugs, High Fives, as always, you can find it on Anchor, just like ours, and all the major uh, podcast uh, providers like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all the good stuff. Um, Catch us next week for our Super Bowl picks, and continue putting comments in for who you think is going to win the Super Bowl on my Facebook page to be able to uh, have a chance to win the Showbine's Hot Sauce. and uh, next week, who knows, maybe we'll uh, have another special guest. Maybe we'll do another three-person panel. We'll, we'll see what's going on, but uh, we'll get ready for uh, Super Bowl week. All righty. Until next time, peace.